Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dr. Ian Kerr's trotted excitedly to a seminar. He had made a breakthrough in his work. Onerology wasn't a course that was too popular at H. West University, but he wanted to open minds, to teach kids about walking the line between reality and the unconscious. Dreaming was more powerful than anyone knew, and Ian Kerr's would be able to prove it now. He strutted through the door to address his tiny classroom. Oi, somebody's right chuffed, Brendan, the psych major, murmured. You get some last night, Buck. The whole room erupted in laughter. Probably more than you, Brendan. They laughed harder. Ian quieted them down. I finally did it, guys. I successfully controlled my own dream. This is what they were waiting for. After weeks of discussion on lucid dreaming, the ins and outs of not falling prey to your anxiety, to be able to step back from a nightmare, Ian had managed, with the help of his invention, to stop what he was doing whilst experiencing it and walk out of his dream. Did you do it, Professor? Really this time? Said Natalie, the young medical ingenue. She was lying naked in a bathtub, eager to hear his answer. Yes, I did, you gorgeous creature. Now let me teach you a few things. He jumped into the tub and fumbled when he realized the tub was full of ham and not water. Ian woke up in a sweat. Holy shit, he thought. What an old dream. Ham? He rose from bed and began his morning routine, hoping he could get his early riser down. Natalie was a beautiful girl that he often had thoughts of that he probably shouldn't. Maybe he was just anxious about introducing his device to the class today. He thought of everybody's face as they got to try it out themselves. It was miraculous. He would certainly get published for this. He'd been very grateful thus far with all the support the uni had given him and all the grants. He would become the leading onerologist in the country for this. Since it was early, about an hour and a half before the start of class, he decided to have breakfast under the beautiful arch tree near the building. Often on his strolls of the grounds, he'd always find himself at the arch. When he first got the job, the arch was there listening to his first year jitters. When he had the idea that one could control their sleeping state, countless hours of obsessing over the conception and perfecting the device, the tree was there for all of it. Now, on the day he would introduce it to the board and hopefully get to test it on someone other than himself, he had to confer with the tree again. Ian sat at its base, munching on eggs and toast. He heard the rustling of leaves. The wind was strong today, he thought. The dream paralysis this morning was odd, tree. My mind was awake, but I couldn't seem to open my eyes at the same time, like I was stuck in sleep. It's a bit scary. You're lucky, Mr. Arsh, not to have eyes. Ian chuckled a bit. The leaves rustled harder this time. Ian felt the ground beneath him grumble and stood up. Roots were emerging from the dirt. They entwined around his feet so he couldn't move. He looked at the tree. 
the bark popped off its car and the wood underneath split open and made ghastly cracking sounds. Ian saw big black eyes peer at him. I'm tired of your belly aching. And don't you think I'd like to eat something too once in a while? Before Ian could even utter even so much as an apology, the arsh used its massive branches to pull his head off his neck and toss it aside, then pulled Ian's body into its gaping maw. Ian shot out of bed screaming. His hand pawed all around his head to make sure it was still a toss. Was he actually awake now? It was the paralysis he considered. He stuck in sleep again. How did he get himself out of it last time? Meditate. He meditated to slow his functions down, to ease the anxiety of a heightened state of consciousness before he put the device on. It should work this time. He breathed in through his nose and out through his mouth, in through his nose and out through his mouth, in, out. He felt calmer now, like he was ready to wake up. Opening his eyes, he realized his vision was wavy. Something was still off. He tried to breathe again. And to his complete and utter horror, he realized he was only breathing in his mind, not his body. Maybe, he surmised, he would have to do the opposite instead. Something to jolt him awake. Ian backed up the far corner of his bedroom and ran as fast as he could towards the opposite wall. He outstretched his arms and he slammed his body into the side of his apartment. He was hoping to feel some form of pain, to send the synopsis and his nerves into shock, which would hopefully jolt him out of this stasis. He didn't wake up. He was too aware of being trapped in a dream. He must have fallen asleep with the device on last night. The thing he said he'd never do. He cursed at all the wine he drank the night before. This time, he tried to rip out his hair. That would surely scare the shit out of him into cognizance. He grabbed a chunkful in his fist and pulled. The sound of tearing was like taking that first bite into a crisp apple, except in slow motion. There was pain this time. Every follicle was being opened one by one. Blood trickled down and pooled into his ear before sliding down his cheek. He could feel it all. He fainted into oblivion and blackness. When he awoke, he was in the infirmary, surrounded by five members of the medical staff and a handful of students, including Natalie, who looked quite frightened. Are you okay, Ian? Dr. Aarons asked. You have a patch of locks missing here where your skin used to be. Ian was woozy and disorientated. My device? I left it on by accident and got stuck. Do you have it here? Another member of the staff picked it up from a nearby table and showed it to him. Right here, Dr. Dreamy. <laughs> Have a bad night, then, I? Yes, Martha. Extremely. Ian groaned. We have to destroy that thing. It's too dangerous. It prohibited my brain from leaving REM cycle. I'll have to start from scratch again. Everything in the name of science and exploration, Ian. I'm sure you will perfect your work soon. Dr. Pierce Ahrens was the head of surgery and was way too optimistic and smarmy for Ian's liking. Ian felt he'd make a great serial killer. You'll be tip-top in no time, my chum. Just remember to get a good night's sleep tonight. <laughs> he never took Ian's work seriously. Ian closed his eyes, hoping they'd all go away soon. Now, class, let's learn what Dr. Kurz was trying to attempt. 
Natalie, do you have the soul ready? Can you tell me the layers of the brain, sweetheart? Uh, the skin, the periosteum, bone, mm, dura mater, arachnoid, and pia mater. Natalie exclaimed triumphantly as she handed Dr. Aaron's the bone saw. He turned it on and it whirred loudly. Ian still kept his eyes shut, hoping Pierce wouldn't ask him to participate in the lesson. He guessed they were working on a cadaver today. Excellent. Good girl. Now, hold him down. The students crowded Ian and grabbed his limbs. Ian opened his eyes in surprise. Wait, what? No, what are you doing? Natalie whispered cheerfully in his ear. Don't worry, he does this to everyone. <laughs> she held up a fringe for Ian to see a red scar across her forehead. Pierce brought the saw closer to Ian's head as Ian tried to desperately move out of the way. Oh, stop fussing, Ian. It will only take a minute. The whirring muffled as it sliced through his skin and cut bone. Ian had no choice but to scream in terror. Dr. Kerr's lay on his bed and opened his eyes. He was afraid to make any sudden movements this time. He gingerly felt his forehead. It was intact, as was his hair. Tears started streaming down Ian's face, but he couldn't wipe them away. His life's work turned into a monster. The REM was never ending. It could have been hours or minutes that he'd been in this state. You never know with dreams. Ian could try other attempts at waking up, but they would just end up as dream after dream. For all intents and purposes, he was stuck in his psyche. All he could do was hope that someone on the outside noticed and took the device off his head. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.